You're listening to the World Watch Weekly Podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening persecuted Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or about the World Watch List, please visit our website at www.opendoorsca.org. Enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast from Open Doors Canada. I'm Jared, here with Andrew as always, and today we're really excited to share with you about an upcoming initiative from Open Doors Canada. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, you'll know that our main focus is on the World Watch List, which is our ranking of the top 50 countries where Christians experience the most persecution. But for the month of June, Open Doors is looking forward to a particular campaign focused on some specific persecuted Christians. Andrew, we want to tell us a little bit about uh, what's happening? Absolutely. At Open Doors Canada, we have launched a special campaign in June called One With Them, a day for Christian captives. And we are putting a focus on Christians around the world who are being held captive for their faith. And when I say captive, uh, that could mean they're imprisoned. That could mean that they've been abducted by an extremist group and are being held captive. It could be that they've been abducted and forced to marry their captor, uh, which is an unfortunate reality for many women uh, around the world. And so this is this is the, the type of persecuted believer that we are focusing on. And this is the type of persecuted believer that we want to raise prayer for because we desperately need to. So tell us a little bit about why we believe it's important to support our persecuted family who are in captivity for their faith. Well, Jared, as you know, uh, it's a biblical mandate. Uh, the Bible teaches us, and I'm just I'm just opening my Bible right now. So, I mean, I can say it from memory, but I'll read it anyways, just to be thing. Here, you can hear my pages turning. Uh, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 3 says this, Continue to remember those in prison as if you were together with them in prison, and those who are mistreated as if you yourselves were suffering. Continue to remember those who are in prison as if you were with them in prison. And so you can see where the name one with them comes from. Uh, but it's just the idea that these are our brothers and sisters being held in, in prison. And the Bible clearly tells us that we got to remember them. We can't forget them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the number one way we can remember them is in prayer. And that's really the goal of this entire campaign or month, day, whatever you want to call it. It's one with them is all about raising prayer for our brothers and sisters who are held captive for their faith. So what kind of things can our listeners look forward to through the month of June regarding the One With Them campaign? Yeah, absolutely. We have all kinds of stuff happening. We are going to put a focus on on some countries and, and captives for their faith in Jesus Christ in the month of June on our podcast. Uh, if you visit our website, opendoorsca.org, uh, we will have blog posts throughout the month of June about it. In fact, you can actually go to, we've created a special website, onewiththem.ca, and uh, you can find the blog post there as well. Uh, we are hosting a special Night with the Persecuted Church, which is an evening on Facebook and YouTube where we take about an hour to spend time t- 
talking about and praying for our persecuted family, and we're going to put a specific focus in that night with Persecuted Church for Christian captives. Uh, it's going to be uh, a powerful night of prayer together. And then, of course, all of this is culminating on the day of June 27th, which is the day for Christian captives, uh, one with them, a day for Christian captives. And we're asking believers and churches to take some time on June 27th to pray for Christian captives. And so uh, if you're involved with your church, you could get your church involved, take some time in the service and and pray. And we, you know, we've created a whole bunch of resources for that. And we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, as an individual, you can take our prayer pledge and, and pledge to pray uh, for Christian captives on that day and other days as well. And, uh, and we'll talk about all of that in a little bit. Uh, but that's some of the stuff that will be happening in the month as, as we put a focus on our brothers and sisters held captive for their faith. So we're really looking forward to all of this stuff going on for the month of June. And we'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the episode. But Andrew, I wonder if you could share with us uh, some examples of the prisoners that we'll be praying for or some stories that uh, we should be keeping in mind during the One of Them campaign. Absolutely. I mean, we've already talked about some of these prisoners on our podcast. Earlier this year, we had a two-part episode interviewing Susanna Coe and her husband, Raymond Coe, Pastor Raymond Coe, was abducted for his faith uh, four years ago and is still missing. And so he's being held captive for his faith. Uh, we've talked about Leah Sherbu. Leah Sherbu is a young girl uh, who now more than three years ago was taken captive for her faith uh, in by Boko Haram, was taken captive, sorry, by Boko Haram. And when every other girl that was kidnapped along with her was released, she wasn't because she refused to deny her faith in Jesus Christ. And she's being held captive. We think of prisoners in Iran. I, I, I think we've talked about some of them in the past, but some names that come to my mind are Nasser Navar Galtepe. He's uh, currently serving 10 years in prison, largely because he was part of a house church. Uh, Ibrahim Farouzi has uh, already served many years in prison, is now an ex internal exile in Iran, uh, and they continue trying to add to his sentence. And so uh, he's being held captive for his faith. And there's lots of prisoners from Iran that we will focus on. It's, it's one of those countries where that information is readily available. Uh, but then there's captives, like, and I mentioned it earlier, that we don't necessarily think about or talk about. And that's those who have been abducted for their faith in Jesus Christ and then forced to marry. And so an example of that is a young girl named Lucina. Uh, Lucina didn't choose to get married when she was 19. She was studying to become a doctor. and uh, But one day, a, a friend saw her and offered her a ride in her car. And when got in the car, offered her something to eat and drink. And unfortunately, it was a trap. And that friend had drugged the cakes. And when Lucina awoke, she was trapped, pressured into force a marriage with the, the girl who had invited her into the car with the girl's brother. Uh, and so she was forced into, in, into this marriage. Now, several months later, during COVID, lockdowns in the country where she was abducted was lifted and her new husband, I, I don't really like to use that word, but, and her sister and whatnot were like just so happy to get out of the house that they left her and she was able to get a hold of a phone, phone someone and the police staged a rescue from her imprisonment. Now she was found malnourished, 
bruised and pregnant. Her, her brother said she was almost dead. Even we could not recognize her at first glance. All her bones could be seen. She was not even able to stand and walk properly. Yeah, and, and so she was abducted for her faith. And now, thankfully, she's free. But Lucina represents many other women who unfortunately have not been rescued. And so we're, we'll use Lucina as an example during the month of June of, of women that we need to be praying for who are currently being held captive for their faith. And, and we need to continue to pray for Lucina because although she's no longer a captive, the, the road to recovery, both physically and emotionally, mentally, and spiritually with the trauma that she's faced is a long road ahead. And, and so we can need to continue to pray for her as well. In fact, she actually says this, uh, pray for me. I need protection and I'm trying to forget everything. Pray that everything will be okay again. Though I know it is hard, I'm concentrating on my studies now, for now. And so she needs our prayers. And uh, those are just some of the examples of the type of people we'll be praying for during this One With Them campaign. Wow. That's such a hard story to hear, but it is... It, it's important to remember these stories and, and to be ready to pray for our brothers and sisters who deal with this kind of thing, because I just pulled up some statistics here, Andrew. Uh, this is from our, our world watch list for 2021. And, um, if you haven't downloaded your world watch list, uh, you can do that open doors, a.org slash world watch list, and you'll get information like this. that will help you pray. But, um, I'll just read these numbers here. Uh, our, our research indicates that around the world uh, last year, about 4,277 Christians were detained without trial, arrested, sentenced, and imprisoned, and another 1,710 were abducted in the past year. And then we add to that the, the multitudes of people who are already held captive for their faith, some of them for many, many years, and the numbers just skyrocket. And in some countries, it's more significant than others. Some countries, uh, imprisonment is the, the main catalyst for persecution. Um, one country where that's the case is Iran, as well as places like North Korea with prison camps. Um, Eritrea has a lot of prisoners. Eritrea, yeah, yeah. And uh, it just blows my mind how, how many people choose to continue to follow Jesus despite the, the cost that it incurs. Yeah, and so we would love for you to get involved and be praying for a persecuted family. And so here's what you can do. As an individual, you can visit onewiththem.ca slash pledge, and you can take our prayer pledge. And that is just a commitment to say, yes, I'm going to pray for my persecuted family who are held captive for their faith. Now, if you're in Canada, uh, we will send you a one with them bracelet that you can wear and be reminded every time you look at it, be reminded by that bracelet to pray for Christian captives. Uh, you can also visit onewiththem.ca and you can find prayer postcards that you can put in your Bible, that you can put on your fridge uh, of Christian captives so you can regularly be reminded of how you can pray for them. Now, if you're uh, if your church wants to get involved, then we would love for you to visit onewiththem.ca slash toolkit. 
And uh, we have a whole toolkit put together for your church to take time in their service on June 27th to pray for Christian captives. It includes a a short video that you can show about Christian captives that will really be, I encourage your congregation to pray. Uh, We got a ton of resources in turn. If you want to pray for specific captives, you can get printable postcards. We have uh, PowerPoint images and stuff so that you can be putting them up and praying for people by name. And of course, all kinds of other resources if you want to make the whole service focused on persecuted Christians who are held captive for their faith in Jesus Christ. All of those links will be in the description of the podcast, but we would love for you to check that stuff out and get involved. It's also worth noting that uh, we will have information seminars for pastors um, available uh, virtually so that if uh, they would like to do a church service or, or part of a church service for Christian captives, uh, they'll have all the information available to them on how to do that well. Correct. So those are coming up really soon. In fact, one of them is uh, tomorrow, Thursday, May the 6th. And the next the next one is uh, Tuesday, May the 11th. And so uh, we'll put information about that in the description of the podcast as well. Now, Jared... Um, we're calling people to pray for one with them. That's the whole goal. But uh, And so I think it, it would only be appropriate that we take some time, even in this episode, uh, to pray for Christian captives around the world. And so let's pray for uh, Lucina, and let's pray for women like Lucina, who have unfortunately not been uh, rescued. Uh, let's pray for prisoners in countries like Iran. And let's pray for believers who have been abducted, like Pastor Raymond Coe, and Leah Sherbu. Absolutely. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you now pleading for intercession for our brothers and sisters who are in captivity. And we remember the words of the author of Hebrews who said that we should remember those who are in prison as if we are in prison with them and those who are mistreated as if we are suffering with them. And Lord, we want to do that. We want our hearts to break for those who choose to follow you no matter the cost. Lord, I think of the story of Peter in the book of Acts, um, when he was put in prison and it says that the church prayed earnestly for his release. And you miraculously intervened, Lord, and set Peter free. And yet, uh, just at the same time, uh, James was also captured and, and he did not make it out. And Lord, it's so hard for us to understand why why our brothers and sisters uh, are sometimes freed and sometimes not, and uh, yet we trust in you, Lord God. And we think right now of people like Lucina who have been abducted and captured and kidnapped and uh, have endured so much trauma and physical hardship, and yet uh, they have come through it with even a stronger faith in you, Lord. And we thank you for Lucina's example, and we pray today that you would be with her, give her peace and comfort, as well as health and strength. Uh, Lord, we thank you that she still continues to follow you. And yet, we also think of all those, uh, especially women who are in situations like Lucina's, and they have not been released and not been freed. The names that we don't even know, Lord, we pray your protection around them. We pray that uh, you would bring liberty to the captives, as you said. We also think of Raymond Coe, who's been missing for years now, Lord. We pray that you would be with him and give him protection and comfort 
We look forward to hearing about his release very soon. We pray for his wife and his family that you would also be with them and help them to feel your presence. Thank you for the work that they're doing and seeking to uh, to ensure his freedom, Lord, as soon as possible. Uh, for people like Leah Sherabu, who was kidnapped so long ago and refuses to denounce her faith, meaning that she's been uh, placed into a, set, uh, a state of permanent slavery, Lord, we pray that you would uh, show yourself to her in whichever way she needs right at this moment. And we, as well, look forward to hearing about her release soon. Lord, all these people are so dear to you, made in your image. Uh, Lord, we thank you for that, and we pray that uh, your holy peace would become their reality. Thank you for the One With Them campaign. Lord, we pray for its success and that people all across Canada will commit praying for our persecuted brothers and sisters in captivity. Lord, thank you for this opportunity to come before your throne. May it uh, be glorifying to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. We would love for you to get involved with the One With Them campaign. Visit onewiththem.ca to find out more. Have a good week. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of World Watch Weekly from Open Doors Canada. For more information on how to pray for our persecuted family, please visit our website, www.opendoorsca.org. Click Get Involved and then click Prayer.